On this episode, we have another panel discussion about seven ways to get your video watched other than just posting on your website or on YouTube. If you want to build something that'll last, you need the right tools. And in today's business world, video marketing is the tool you need. So get off the sidelines. Contact the video marketing experts at ThinkMojo and start using video as an essential part of your business strategy. Visit thinkmojo.com smartvideo and get the marketing tools you need for today's business environment. ThinkMojo, videos that move the needle. The video revolution is here and it's changing how business is done. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the definitive podcast for all things video marketing. Hi, I'm Joel Gubich, Director of Business at ThinkMojo, and with me is my colleague, Director of Creative Content, Brendan Carty, and again, we're joined by Amy Caffey, the Team Project Manager at ThinkMojo. So today, we wanted to have another panel discussion on seven ways to get your video watched, and not necessarily uh, the usual way that people think of putting it on your website or putting it on YouTube. Because people watch videos in so many different ways now. Uh, it's, it's, you can't be thinking in that almost two-dimensional format that has been part and parcel of what people think of video up to now. Video is everywhere. And as we've talked on this podcast, video is a new business language. So people are speaking languages every place. So Amy, I wanted to bring you on uh, this conversation as well because you have a lot more experience when it comes to marketing and communications, uh, specifically in blogging and social media. What is your viewpoint on, on different avenues that people could use to actually have their video watched? Um, in terms of getting the video out there, I guess? I'll give you an example. We now send out emails and we have our signature there. Why not have underneath your signature a link and say, hey, watch our video or something like that? I mean, you've already got their attention. Somebody already, why not use it in that format? Sure. Well, I guess it also depends a lot on, you know, you know, what's your company and who's your audience? So what, what's the content of your video like? Um, and, and I think that makes a huge difference in where you want to share it. Um, where will your audience be the most captive, essentially? Um, obviously, you want to put it on your website and that kind of thing, um, but that's not how you want to rely on people finding your video um, because obviously that's that's going to take them searching and finding you, which is a lot more work than them stumbling across it in one of the places where they essentially hang out online. Uh, so whether that be uh, LinkedIn or Facebook um, or something like that, um, you know, you've got to think about that kind of thing too. Um, that's really the number one question in marketing is who's your audience and where are they? Cause you have to meet them somewhere. Yeah. And I agree with that. And yeah, I think that, uh, to Amy's point, a lot of it depends on what kind of video it is. If it's that first introductory video where you're, you're kind of, uh, you know, you're really just setting your brand voice and getting yourself out there, not necessarily going for the sale, you know, all in one 60 second shot then you want to be as as proactive as possible. So, you know, having that video just on your website isn't really that great because 
if it's the video that introduces your brand, well, if they've found your website, they've already found your brand. So it doesn't really accomplish anything. So that's the kind of video that you want to push out on social media. Uh, if you have you know any budget for paid ads, then that would be um, you know a, a perfect candidate for that. And, and certainly any any sort of uh, outreach that you do to prospects uh, in in an email, then you know that that would be a uh, that would be a good place for it. You know, for instance, on the opposite side, you wouldn't really put your tutorial video in in an email or or out on on Facebook. So it really depends on what kind of video it is and be sure that the content and the distribution are aligned and that they make sense. Otherwise, you know, you, you could look a little foolish. You don't want to, it's all, it's not necessarily a good move to always push all of your videos equally in the same way. So what about blogging? So, you know, a lot of, a lot of companies blog in order to be able to get the SEO. And I don't know how many people read all these blogs because there's tons of blogs out there. Who's got time to read all these blogs? But a lot of people also will comment on other people's blogs. Um, and maybe that's a good way, if you're commenting on a topic that speaks to your business and maybe some of the business services or products that you have, that could be a way also to include a link to a video. Obviously, put it in context. Don't do it as a blatant, hey, here... Uh, we do this and come to our come to our website so that you can see how we do things. But if you do it in context, that's another way for people to see your video. Yeah, I think that um, blogging is is great. Um, I know that I mean I share and read a lot, and obviously I'm in the marketing field, and that's sort of a requirement. Um, but I mean the key is always going to be good content. Um, the video, the blog post, whatever it is, it has to be compelling, and it also has to do something. For the person that you want to see it has to give them some information they need or entertain them at the least especially if it's like a cool branding piece or something like that that you're putting out on facebook um the content's just got to be it's got to be good solid content otherwise no one's going to really care about it no matter where you put it yeah and one thing you know that i think that the blogs kind of gets us to is identifying i hate this phrase but i'll just use it identifying the thought leaders in your uh, in your field uh you know, because you may have a specific audience and maybe it's clients and, you know, and, and everyone they know. And, but what you really want to identify are the people who will open you up to a whole new audience, a, a much bigger audience and find those people and, and basically do whatever you can to get on their good side and, and uh, make them excited about your brand. Because then if they share your video, well, now you have opened yourself up to an entire new stream of potential uh, viewers, users, customers, etc. So, a lot of that can be through blogs. You know, you identify the uh, the a blogger in your field who who has a great following. Maybe you you start doing like a you know targeted slash Twitter stalking campaign where you you hunt this person down. Um, but you know, these are it, it's not just about putting your video out there, pressing upload and, and waiting, you know, it's a, it's a constant engagement of, of trying to figure out who are the people that uh, are going to be able to, uh, you know, take your video to the next level and, and really going after uh, those different avenues specifically. I'm going to do say another thing about social media um, and, and, and being able to find your audience, um, you know, um, in terms of paid advertising, social media or Facebook advertising is actually 
really inexpensive compared to some other avenues like LinkedIn, for example, um, or even Google AdWords. You can end up paying a lot per click on on Google, um, you know, Google AdWords and that kind of thing. But with Facebook, you can actually take a list of your current clients, for example, um, and you can run that email list through Facebook, and it will find those of those folks who actually use that same email in their Facebook address, right? And what you can then do is create something called a mirror audience, which looks at other Facebook users that have similar um, sort of qualifications or, or qualities as compared to the, the list of your clients. And then you can serve those ads directly to those people um, and presume that perhaps they have, you know, key things in common with your clients, whether it be job title, industry, um, age, um, gender, those kind of things. They'll actually create another audience whose demographics are really similar. Um, and that's a great way to sort of expand your reach. Well, talking about reach and audience, uh, you mentioned uh, LinkedIn. And yes, LinkedIn is one of the more expensive um, ways to for pro, uh, paid advertising. But you can use LinkedIn without having to spend any money in a pretty efficient manner. And that is using uh, the groups. Um, you can be part of up to 50 groups. So if you find a number of groups, let's say specifically a B2B audience, because that's what uh, LinkedIn is pretty much um, targeted to. So let's say you're in the area of, I don't know, technology or energy or something like that. That's where your company's uh, products and services are. And you've created that overview video about your company. Well, if you're in five or six groups that are related to that, you can create a conversation. You start a conversation um, in LinkedIn and you can create that link to the video um, because it becomes part of the content and the context of the conversation you're starting. Depending on how large the group is, I mean, you could have an out, a potential outreach of, of tens, if not hundreds of thousands of potential viewers. Now, that means that they all have to be there at one time because a very active group will have a lot of conversations going on. But it's another way to reach out there, especially if you are active on LinkedIn and commenting we talked about before about commenting on blogs, but if you're commenting on ongoing conversations in a LinkedIn group, that's a fantastic way to uh, to get the video out there. Okay, so so Brendan, we've we've talked about distribution things in terms of different places where you can actually create a link to your video, but what about getting people to watch your video? even on your website or landing page itself. I mean, it's not just because it's there that somebody's going to watch it. You've, you've got to be cognizant of, uh, call it geography, don't you? Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, again, to not to sound like a broken record, but it depends on what kind of video it is. So if this is your big, exciting, grab them, uh, grab their attention and, uh, you know, first, first splash kind of video, then above the fold of your, your website, you know, would make sense if, as long as it, it's got to be something that is very visually engaging with a great thumbnail that will really get their their interest peaked um, and that you know because you're you want to put your video in the give it the best chance to succeed you know it's it's sort of like um, you know I'm a big sports fan so I, I sometimes I'll think of it this way but you don't want to put your uh, you know if you're a basketball team you don't want to put your uh, your three-point shooter 
you know, down low and, and have him play against the other team's center, right? Like you want to you want to formulate the offense so that he's got room to breathe. Well, the, vi- the video, you want to give your video the same chance to succeed. So if it's a, you know, if it's something that's a little bit more down the, uh, or below, bottom of the funnel. <laughs> I'm, mixing my, I'm mixing my funnel prepositions. So yeah, the bottom of the funnel, uh, you know, then, you you don't want to necessarily put it like right up top because people aren't ready to see that kind of stuff yet. So, um, you know, if it's like a product walkthrough, maybe you have a different page on your your website. Maybe it's not the landing page. Maybe it's a, you know a product specific page that you have that that video on. So you just want to be mindful about what kind of video it is, and be sure that you know the video is part of the the website as a whole and. You know, the, the copy on the website and whatever different uh, graphics you have on your website and the video should really all be working together in perfect harmony. So it's not like you have your website and where are we just going to slap this video on top of it? It should all be part of a considered strategy. You know, with the, uh, you know, one of the video hosting companies that we uh, we recommend on this um, podcast and, and other video hosting companies as well has a measurement called a play rate. And it's something that's, you know, just getting a little bit into the uh, analytics of it in terms of getting your videos watched. The play rate is measures, you know, the click rate of a video, the number of people that come to a page and how many of those actually click that video. So... Obviously, you want everybody that comes to your page that uh, where your video is to click on it. That would be a hundred percent play rate. So, if you're measuring, if you're monitoring that play rate, and you see that it's going down, then you really should be thinking about two things. Because number one, you want to get it watched. So either something's happening, maybe you change up the thumbnail, or maybe it's just not located um, on that page in a place where people are getting to it. And to be clear, though, play rate is not the it's a great metric, but it's not the only metric because your play rate is generally going to be higher the higher your video is on your page because that's just more people are, are still on your page at that point. But you also want to be looking at the engagement rate too. Yeah, and that kind of speaks to what I was saying before. Like if you if you put a video on the top of the uh, on the top of the, above the fold that is yeah you know, maybe a little bit too detail oriented and doesn't really contextualize what it is that you're talking about, then I'd imagine your your play rate could be high, but your engagement rate could be very low. So the point is not just to get people to click, it's to get people to watch the entire thing and then do something afterwards. So, you know, play rate, obviously very important, but don't get, uh, don't get lost in just that one stat. Right. Well, that that goes without really goes without saying. I mean, you can get anybody to click, but can you get somebody to watch it um, beyond that first click? Is that is that like a play on you can get anybody lead somebody to water? But um, well, now that you, you just said it, you just kind of ruined it. <laughs> yeah, like, I think so. <laughs> anything for the imagination. Uh, no, and, and I think that you know just one one thing just about websites in in general. You know, like a lot of times uh, you can have. You go to a website and you can read the entire thing and you still don't know what the hell it is they're talking about because everything is in very uh, high-minded industry terms and whatnot. So, you know, your your video, just try to think of, like, where is your video going to help clarify everything for people? Where is it going to add value? And 
I think that uh, you know if you if you take those questions into consideration, then a lot of the rest should should follow. Well, and also okay. to your point, Brendan, about um, you know hoping that someone not only plays the video but watches it all the way through and then does something. Um, I mean, what is your video's purpose? What what do you want people to do after? Um, do you put a turnstile in at the end there that pops up and says, "Hey, interested? Give us your email," or you know, have a call to action right below your video um, for people to uh, reach out for more information, um, or a link to another podcast or 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 a, or a blog post um, that has more information related to what the content in your video is. Um, you definitely don't want that just to exist there, as you say, because you made a video. And you want to put it on your website. Yeah. And Amy, that is so right and neat, like really deserves to be stressed even more because I think that's something people, whenever we ask them, like, well, what do you want them to do after you watch the video? And they're like, uh, buy the product. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not always that simple. Like obviously the ultimate goal is to get people to buy whatever it is that you're selling. But when we ask that, it's like, what do you want them to do literally in the five seconds after the video is done? And that's that's what you're you're getting to and, and that's totally right like putting in turnstiles like what is the point is it to get this person's information so that you can put them you know onto an email list and uh cultivate them that way is it to direct them to a specific i mean if it is to get them to buy immediately then you should have a button right at the end of the video that pops up that is like pulsating in bright red to get them to click <laughs> to buy the product but that's not always the case very rarely is that the case so yeah, be sure again like that your your call to action and and totally like the way that you're setting this up, whether through turnstiles or or the supporting visual on on the website, is pushing them directly to where you want them to go. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, I'm going to be thinking of pulsating red buttons for the rest of the day. Well, that's pretty <laughs> scary. <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. Today we talked about seven ways to get your videos watched over and above just putting it on YouTube. And remember, you can subscribe to this podcast, get complete access to uh, show notes by going to vmpodcast.com. That's vmpodcast.com. And, of course, you can download, listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, TuneIn. So for Brendan, Amy, and myself, we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thanks for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0, presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts, at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.